0: Hello there and you're very welcome to Barry Abbreviated. It's your one-stop shop podcast talking all things news, random topics and movies. I hope you're keeping well. Uh, so this week we're back talking Donald Walsh again. This is just going to be a direct continuation so I'll just pick up on exactly where I left off last week. So with that said I'll just get straight into it. Um, uh, Last week when we when I left off uh, Donald was on the road to recovery and from that he was getting stronger every day. And not long after that Donald did get word that he was completely cancer free. However, there was one drawback to that as Donald still had to complete another six months of chemo just to be sure that all his cancer cells had been killed off. And during those six months, Donald did have a few positive experiences such as you got to go to the Meteor Music Awards and the U2 concert in Crow Park. And I actually think I was at that concert that summer when I was on. I don't remember much about it, but I just remember being cr- incredibly noisy. As like my clothes were literally vibrating from the sound and we were like standing way back in the Davin stand. And... Um, Anyway, uh, as Donald was going through that spell of chemotherapy, he did reach his lowest weight of only four and a half stone and he ended up needing a nasogastric tube. Like A nasogastric tube is basically a tube that goes into your nose and down to your stomach and it helps give the person their food and medicine. This did help him gain back some of his weight. Initially, Donald did feel as if he had failed himself needing the tube as he wanted to be able to do everything he could as like possibly by himself but with him constantly throwing up he just couldn't manage and in hindsight he did realize that it was the right option at the end of the day and as with most kids as they approach as most kids in crumland they get approached by the make wish foundation and when donald got his turn he decided he would rather get something like uh they could hold on to rather than just an experience like getting away to a foreign country And what Donald wished for was a place that he could play his drums without annoying anybody. Because at the moment, at that moment in time, he was um, just playing in a small six by eight foot like garden shed at the very back. So um, the amazing people at the Make-A-Wish Foundation, they set on creating this big shed kind of chill out area for him. And when the project was done, he was gifted with this incredible 25 by 25 foot uh, wooden cabin. And when Donald first came home to see this, there was like a small crowd waiting for him for a wee welcome party. And even some of the carry players were at the party. And despite being on heavy treatment, Donald did sit up in the late hours of the night just having a good time. And Finbar kind of expressed these moments in time, kind of like the power of positive caring, kind of like moments where he could, it really uplifted him and Donald could see the people who were all in this corner and cared about him. And another time, Donald would have experienced this. Was when he met the Irish rugby team and some of the Leinster lads that knew him tried to claim him as one of their own but that the Leinster lads quickly they stepped in and, and claimed Donald told them that they put them right back in their place and on that same day um Donald also got the chance to chat with Declan Kidney and where he told them that his mom and brother also went through cancer, and they fought it, and they came out on the other side, and just told him that he could do the same. And I just think it's amazing how like so many people just gravitated towards him, just connected. It's it's really amazing. Uh, during during Donald's time he made some amazing friends such as Stuart Mangan. Uh, Stuart Mangan was a man originally from Cork but he moved to London to where he worked as a banker. Stuart would have been a big fan of rugby and over his time in London he would have joined a rugby club but sadly one day in 2008 when he was playing game he experienced a horrible spinal injury which left him completely paralysed from below the neck. Donald would have heard about Stuart uh, one evening when Paul O'Connell spoke about him on The Late Late Show. And Stuart was like, he told the story of how he wasn't letting what happened him get in the way of his life. He wanted to live his life to the fullest in any way he could. So after seeing this, Donald felt really inspired and he wanted to come up with ways to try and see how he could help him out. So one of the things that Donald came up with was to use his contacts that he had made in Munster Rugby and get the whole team to sign a jersey so that he could give to the Mangan family and they could do what they like, like raise money. And when they did get in contact with the Mangan family, uh, well, Wallace has got in contact with the Mangan family, they were, like, so grateful. They couldn't believe that he was doing such a gesture for them, especially since the situation they're having with Donald. But um, that and that's basically how Stuart and Donald became friends. But sadly, in the August of 2009, Stuart did pass away from a respiratory problem. And I'm not sure if Donal and Stuart actually ever met in person, but I just didn't know he, he went to, did go to his funeral. And in honour of him... Uh, limerick university have set up a scholarship in his name uh and as donald was nearing the end of his treatment life started turning back to normal for him he got his hickman line removed and he was booked in to head to the barrettstown camp Uh, the barrettstown camp is it's kind of summer camp for six kids sick kids where they can go and basically kind of be kids for a while but just a kind of adjustment period for them just kind of feeling the better health And in the weeks coming up that Donald did develop a stomach infection and he started retaining fluid and he ended up spending two weeks in hospital getting treated. But luckily he did get in time for Barrettstown although he wasn't in the best of shape as he only weighed six stone. Still though he had a good time as he met Jason Sherlock, Sean O'Ghalby and Donika Callahan and Donika Callahan actually ended up taking Donald for a wee spin when he was in his wheelchair destroying the park which is really nice. Uh, when Donald got out of hospital he straight away set himself the goal of gaining back his strength as he couldn't do any contact sports anymore he set his sight on cycling Vimbar would have helped in the early days to build up his strength by holding his saddle for him and he made a promise if Donald could cycle to the local shop and back he would buy him, a new cy- buy him a new bike and by the end of the two weeks he did that Another goal that Donald set himself was to be able to cycle to school by September and by the time school rolled around again and this was actually his second attempt at now starting first year. Uh, Donal was getting stronger and stronger every day but still with him starting school he found that very physically and mental draining and when Donal had time to reflect on his time in Crumlin he felt like he had he wanted to give back and in particular to improve the place where it was the teens were staying as the place hadn't been updated since the 70s and for one, one time uh, Donal did experience when he was in the ward alone and there's a family uh, with a crying baby, but then all of a sudden the baby stopped crying and then the parents just started screaming and shouting. And it turned out that actually the baby had passed away there and then. So like just to witness that all by your own, it's like really it's really horrible and that would scar you. So he wanted to try to help fix that. Uh, when Donald did finish his chemo, he tried to adjust back to normal very quickly and he took up the title as Finbar's assistant coach. Uh, He was the head coach of Tralee then seeing what he was doing and kind of thought with Donald's experience with physiotherapy he could help use use this to build up the strength of the team. And from that he actually took that role very seriously and he received a lot of respect from his teammates despite him being so young. And he also went on courses and got qualifications. Well he actually couldn't get Aaron in the qualifications because he was so young but still he did it anyway because he loved it. And Finnmark, he kind of liked to point out that Donal, he kind of had a very interesting approach to coaching, as he wasn't one for shouting or raising his voice. And one instance, as a second training session in charge, he handed back the trainer the whistle because he just thought, "I won't need it. I'll just use my own voice." And fortunately, uh, life just went on normal for. Fortunately, life just went on normal for a bit for Donal, and having cancer seemed to be just a part of his past. However, things did start to take a turn over the Christmas of 2011 when Donald was hit by an optimal dose of the flu. He eventually did get over it, but he developed a cough that he just couldn't seem to shake. So when he went for his routine check up in Crumlin in February, they brought up the fact that Donald was suffering from this reoccurring cough. And this instantly made the doctor very worried and he started asking questions. And when he heard that his phlegm was sometimes coming up discoloured, he immediately sent Donald for an x-ray and a chest scan. And that same day they got the results and it turned out that there was now a tumour in Donal's lung. Finbar tells us this was absolutely horrified when he heard he was even mentally processing the news was very difficult and Donal was on the floor crying. Um, as the day went on he did break the news to a few of his friends. Shane Jennings heard the news and he still stuck to the device telling them that you have to just fight on and he would win. And we told Paul O'Connell that the operation wouldn't be till the following week. He asked, like, why it would take so long, and of, like, other matter of money that he would help out. And says just people are so amazing how they just step forward and, like, be so supportive. And a week later, Donald did have the operation, and when they took out the tumor, it was actually three times the size they originally thought it was. And while Donald was recovering from this, he had plenty of visitors coming in to check in on him. On one occasion, John Kelly and Paul O'Connell were both in saying hello, and then uh, Donal was getting like, his, one of the final tubes removed from him. It was like 40 centimetres long. John Kelly did make a short video like documenting Donal's journey and you get to witness we snippets of what went on and you do see the tube coming out part of it. It's just two minutes long and I will link it in the description so you can check it out. Uh, after that operation Donal faced with the choice to go through chemo again or not. If he did decide to do another run of chemotherapy they wouldn't know how exactly for uh, he would have to do it for or if he decided against that if the cancer did come back it would be unlikely that he would survive and i know you may think like there's is an obvious choice for here but donald felt that every time he went through chemotherapy he was like slowly killing a part of himself but in the end he did decide to go through another course of his chemotherapy so not long after the operation, he did put, was put on a program of five days uh, five days of treatment and then he had two weeks off in between. There was changes made to a treatment as he'd grown a lot. He's grown a lot. He was actually six foot three by then. Uh, so with them being so tall, they then had to change the dosage. So he's now on an adult dosage. But quickly after we put in this new course of treatment, Donald suffered a seizure and him being so tall, the nurses like really struggled to try and restrain him stop him from hurting himself. But after that, they then took him back down to a children's dosage and luckily from that he suffered no more seizures. And during this new course of medication, he uh, started to lose his memory. And for one instance, he actually couldn't remember his mum. But um, luckily they figured out then that was a phosphamate I think it was called. Uh, Plus his mum remembered the same thing happened to his, her mum when she suffered from steroid psychosis. So when they took him off it, luckily then all the memories had returned. When he was going through this, he still tried to stay sociable with his friends and one night for the crack they actually shaved off his hair because it was going to happen anyway so the doctor went and have a bit of crack with it. When he was going through this spell of chemo, uh, he was also trying to study for the junior's art. And during that school year, one teacher did ask them to write about something that occurred in their lives. So, Donald wrote about his battle with cancer. And the teacher was so impressed with the essay, he gave it out to all the classmates to read. And later on, went on to be published in the CBS yearbook. I also believe it's on the Irish Independent page. If I do find it, I will post a link to it in the description if you would like to give it a read. And after Donald did finish his program of chemotherapy, he was set to go back for a scan on the 12th of July, which also happened to be his um, birthday. He was 16 then. And a few days later on, he got the results and he was given the all clear. And he then went on to spend the summer cycling, working on getting stronger and just everything a 16 year old should be enjoying at that time in life. And uh, that is where I'm going to leave it at this week folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. The clips and the articles, if I get them, they will be in the description if you want to give it a look. If you would like to get in contact with the podcast, you can do that on Instagram at barry abbreviated That is where you can I'll be posting any updates or announcements. If you want to send me an email, you can do that at barry abbreviated at gmail.com. I'd like to thank Sullivan once again for always putting these up uh next week i think i'll be doing a movie review just i think three weeks in a row this would be a lot plus there's like it takes a lot of research to kind of do this and then condense it down and kind of want to have i want to edit it and stuff like that so i'll leave that off for a week and i haven't yet decided on the actual movie yet uh i will put a, probably put a poll up later on in the week so you can vote for it there and so yeah uh this has been a uh, barry abbreviated uh thank you very much for listening i will chat to you next week and good luck